0: 702, The Political Desk. Well, the DA's candidate for federal leadership, John Moody, resigning from the race as well as the Democratic Alliance after serving 22 years saying that the party has been captured by Helen Ziller and her cronies. The Democratic Alliance planning a briefing uh, to the media at 12 o'clock uh, later on today um, that will detail, for the purposes of transparency, um, some of the um, disciplinary issues that John Moody uh, is reportedly um well, was going to answer to at least anyway John Moody was a guest on uh, Mandy Wiener's midday report yesterday afternoon who said that he will start exposing people and the party um, should they go ahead with this and I wonder, Professor Somato Dafigeni, political analyst, whether we should all be getting our popcorn ready because drama is about to play itself out on um, in public. Good morning
1: Good morning uh, Africa and good morning to your listeners Indeed, the DA is in a very awkward position because a pattern is now emerging. They praise leaders, they put them in high pedestal, and at a certain point, when they leave, they actually say there is something that was going against them and so forth. They try to denigrate them. It was the case with Patricia Dillin. It was the case with Mosi Maimane or it was the case with Herman Mashaba, and and what they are doing is to actually build a coalition against them outside. And also those people having occupied very high positions are more likely going to reveal some of the very sensitive issues taking place within the DA, especially around Helen Zill. And that may not be very helpful for DA if it still has aspirations of capturing provinces such as Hong Kong and expanding its black vote
0: in fact that was one of the criticisms that John Moody leveled against the DA saying that they seem to be happy with a 15 to 20% share of the vote in the general elections and the governing of the Western Cape and uh, the enclave of uh, Cape Town Um whereas I imagine many other people within the DA want to see Gauteng taken over by the DA they want to see the cities of Johannesburg of Tswane of Nelson Mandela Bay uh, taken over uh, by the uh, DA, even if it is a DA-led coalition?
1: Certainly, but the problem is, remember that Gauteng is the most contested province for obvious reasons. It's an economic hub, it has the biggest concentration of population which is still growing very fast and it is the most urban and densified place. So most voters or parties go for Gauteng to bolster their votes and then they go collect elsewhere. So if the DA is having these challenges coming from the leader of Gauteng, and also my money, his main base politically will be Gauteng coming from Gauteng, and Hemel Machaba also may actually be calling on his constituency from the time of his mayorship, which is Gauteng. That makes it for a very interesting contestation of Gauteng itself because. The ANC would like to make inroads in Gauteng and retain uh, to power. And uh, the EFF is also growing up in Gauteng. So Gauteng becomes a hotly contested space. And the DA didn't particularly do very well in terms of the metros like Tshwane, in Gauteng, unlike in the Western Cape. So it cannot... Uh, use those as a showcase because there were corruption, allegations, uh, there were nepotism and wrong appointments and so forth. So that in itself, I think, is going to be an albatross around the D.A. besides the notion that is implied that D.A. is a party of white privilege coming from the very people who are in the leadership of D.A.
0: Uh, the policy conference taking place virtually uh, this coming weekend uh, for the Democratic Alliance. John Moody yesterday saying that the party's lack of principle in failing to appropriately deal with the issue of redress in this most unequal society that we live in speaks of the direction in which it is going. That, that notion of redress, how, how do you, um, effectively start truly addressing some of uh this disparities economic and otherwise that south africans continue to explore is is going to be a major talking point i imagine um at the policy conference this weekend
1: in fact i do think that the policy conference is taking place against the backdrop of that particular issue because GA seems to be drifting back into the old classical liberal notion that individual rather than group experiences does matter. And this you see in the paper that was penned by Helen Zillow when she was with the Race Relations Institute. And uh, you saw uh, the policy document released by the policy head, Gwen are still also more or less endorsing the same position. So in this particular case of redress, If you ignore the historical fact that people are in places where they are structurally as a group because they had a particular group experience and they still have certain structural factors which uh, keep them in those positions in the socioeconomic ladder. Now, if you ignore that and say we're going to treat individuals as a factor, then you're going to miss out on what is a big historical factor in South Africa and even back the trend across the world. If people suffered as a group, you can't then say we'll take the case by case at some level. You have to acknowledge that group experience.
0: Professor Somadoda Figini, thank you very much for your insights, political analyst and our guest for the political desk.